Good morning, everybody, and it's Monday, 11th of May, and we are getting back to normal. Dan Andrews has just been on in Victoria, letting us play golf again, which is all good. Wall Street had a good uh, night on Friday, up 455 points. That's 1.91%. Our futures were only up three points because we'd had a couple of really good days before Wall Street's rise, but this morning it is carrying on. We're up 60 points, and in our... Growth SMA, Macquarie, which had results last week and jumped about 4% on the day, is up another 5% today. We're absolutely kicking it today. And Webjet, which we hold, is up 21% as well. And Flight Center up 8.8%. It's all good stuff. Even the oil stocks, uh, the bet that we've taken, you've got things like Santos up 3%, Worley Parsons up 3% as well. It's all dropping into place. And notably with stocks like Webjet and Flight Center, these are recovery stocks that we've been talking about buying and they are leading the market up. Otherwise, the strategy, I did a lot of strategy on Saturday. I've dumped a load of it into a Livewire article today and you can go to Livewire and have a read of that. But it's all stuff that I put in the newsletter last week. It's just a bit more longhand. In the strategy piece today, I've summed things up, basically. One-line strategy summary. We're getting back to work. And for the moment, we are assuming that COVID-19 has seen its worst days on March 23rd and can't imagine a set of circumstances that will take us back to that headless panic. Although, clearly, uh, there is a relapse risk and the US is probably going to lead that. They seem to be coming out too early on the curve front. Compared to us, we seem to be conservative. Well, I'm sure we'll be okay, but they may not be, and that could upset the markets. For now, we're fully invested in our SMAs and hoping we can stay that way, hoping that all the big pivot points on the market, the big high, the big low, are behind us, and that we don't have to worry about the market so much for the moment, and hoping we don't have to make any more market decisions or asset allocation decisions. Uh, Yes, very well aware of the risk that we may be assuming the bottom too early, but let's deal with it when it goes wrong, not live in fear of it and wag our fingers. I can already see some fund managers reports for the month coming out and being just, just sitting back saying, let's wait and see, you know. These opportunities only turn up so often in a lifetime and it's, it's no good sitting back wagging your fingers. Chickens don't make money. And also, I'd make a note today that humans do the opposite of what you should do in the markets. Markets drive you to do the wrong thing. For instance, when there's a market crash, human nature is to get cautious and to buy safe stocks. Or when interest rates go to zero, we've all gone and paid off all our debt. But the opposite's probably true, in which case we should be buying the riskiest stocks now and taking out a margin loan to do it. After this sort of correction, courage is more important than prudence. And any fund manager who's talking about cautious re-entry into the market, they're missing it. They're missing it. This was the moment to go hard and stay awake and maybe pull out again. But uh, this was an opportunity. Moving away from worrying about the market, we're now going to start worrying about sector themes. We've talked about a few of those, like the energy sector bottoming, the REIT sector bottoming, although it doesn't appear to be bouncing. Uh, We're now worried basically about sector themes, getting the right sector themes. And we're going to be looking through, we talked this morning in the morning meeting about looking at which stocks have different shaped recoveries. There will be stocks that have V-shaped recoveries, others that have 
U-shaped, L-shaped, or Ben came up with I-shaped, which is straight down. Uh, in other words, going bust. So we're going to look through individual stocks and, and uh, try and assess whether we're on the VU or L-shaped recoveries and which stocks are doing what. We've already, in our portfolios, tried to pick a lot of the V-shaped stocks. Those are the ones we want to be playing at the moment. Other recent themes to repeat from last week. Uh, Australia is set to come out of lockdowns in better economic shape than almost all other countries. Shane Oliver wrote a great article about that. Uh, we're hoping trade war issues are uh, immaterial although uh, they seem to have eased over the weekend, but hoping they're immaterial compared to CV-19 economic backdrop disasters. Uh, really, if trade war is going to be a, a worry at this point, you're, you're missing the point. <laughs> There's so much damage from CV-19 that it's really rather irrelevant. Uh, also, another theme was that there's no need for a second and third wave drop just because it happens in most crashes, the GFC. Uh, most things go down, bounce, down, bounce, down, and then there's the bottom. We've gone down, bounce. I don't think, think there's a need, considering what CV19 is doing, for there to be another leg and another leg. So assuming the bottom. Uh, the biggest risk is still relapse. The US is the most likely to cock it up coming out of the lockdowns too early. Let's keep an eye on that. Volatility is still falling nicely. Uh, it needs to drop further before confidence can really build. It's uh, around 30, the VIX volatility index needs to be 15, 20 before a long bull market starts. Uh, the other theme has been the need to invest in technology stocks in Australia. It's clear from the US performance that this is where the growth opportunities are. And although our sector is small, you really must put a list of, it, put a list of our all technology stocks on the wall and ask yourself whether you hold any. It does make uh, investing in Woolworths and Telstra look terribly pedestrian. Uh, otherwise, the market trend at the moment is still sideways. We're now waiting for it to break up out of a sideways trading range. Judging from today, we're going to break up uh, through the top. Finally, uh, just worth saying that this recovery could be slow going, and I think the market may be assuming the very, very best. But uh, Deloitte's have got a budget monitor bulletin out today, which predicts that unemployment will not return to pre-virus levels until 2024, and that the government's going to be living with a significant budget deficit, in which case economic recovery is going to be more gradual than the collapse. I think that's obvious, but much more gradual is their point. Uh, when a government is trying to sort out a budget deficit, then they get less ambitious, spend less money. It's not as good for the economy, and they're going to have a significant hangover from this. It's just one report, the Deloitte's report, but it is a theme that is now central. How fast will the economic recovery take? It's obviously going to be sector-specific. Some companies are going to come back at different speeds. And the game for you and us is to determine if the share price is ahead or, or behind reality, and that's why we're going to be classifying companies as VUL or I-shaped recoveries, resurrection, eventual recovery, going nowhere or going down and staying down. Uh, we'll, we'll do that work. But uh, the message for all of us today is the market is behaving itself very nicely. It looks like our next break is going to be up and the recovery stocks are in the lead and you really should be focusing on those for the moment. This is not the time to be buying the four banks, BHP, Telstra, Woolworths, West Farmers for the long term. This is the time to be taking advantage of the stocks that have been sold off heavily. Mm -hmm.